0: Welcome to That Guy's a Maniac, the podcast. My name is Richie, with me as always is Farley. Say hello, Farley.
1: My life for hire.
0: <laughs> We are a podcast about video games. Um, And <coughs> I was I was on a flow, I was on a flow. It, mm. Yeah, you can find our uh, blog at www.thatguys.quit.uk. You can also find us on social media where we don't write anything anymore. Uh, on at uh, that guy's a maniac. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on, we'll, we'll we'll do some stuff. Um, I've been doing a lot of stuff. Have you? Yeah. Oh yeah, I quit Twitter. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Right, right,
1: right. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, I'll say it's because of Elon Musk, but it wasn't. It's just because I, I think I'm too old. I don't understand it. Anyway, right. Focus, focus, <laughs> focus, focus, focus,
1: focus. I I agree with you. I'm getting that right way. Like something will be, you know, like a viral trend and I'll look at it and I just don't. don't Yeah, I
0: don't understand the back jokes which make this other joke funny. Where's the
1: pathos, the humour derived from this? I don't don't
0: understand. I made us a that guy's a maniac TikTok page (laughs) and realised none of our content would be particularly interesting in TikTok because we're not doing like a wee dance to advertise something. We also don't
1: have huge tits. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well i don't know <laughs> as 40 year old men go i think we, we <laughs> our moobs are getting pretty titanic
1: okay, okay if, if you want to see that guys team <laughs> doing, doing moob jiggling <laughs> dances to popular tunes of the day drop us a comment do uh,
0: like. i mean we were we were going to do the nude calendar this year weren't we yeah we
1: yeah. were such big plans yeah instead we just kept all those photos for ourselves now listen um i've got a themed quote today three in fact right cool i'm down do we need to know the theme first mm, no but it will probably reveal it so. well so all of these quotes are from the same person okay and they are all this person's last words all oh, this person's <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, cool, cool, cool. There's some cryptic clues in there. So, the first one come on, come on, don't be an asshole, okay? You need this, just get me the fuck out of here. Number okay. one, okay, come on, come on, don't be an asshole, asshole, asshole,
0: asshole. <laughs> oh, don't it, be an asshole. Is the guy doing an American voice or
1: an English voice? It's not an English voice. No, I think come on, okay. come on. Don't be an asshole, okay? <laughs> okay. Just get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> okay,
0: Get the fuck out of here. Ready? Yeah, right, okay. Any I have ideas no, no stri- idea. Honestly, I'm still, like, stumbling over this person's many deaths. And I'm kind of wondering, is it part of the canon that this person dies many times? Or is it because you fail to protect this guy? mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, okay, okay, okay. I, was, I
1: very much started with the hardest one. And then I, uh, there's two easy ones. And I... One I, choose? I think i do something. Uh, my chest is burning. Okay. My chest
0: is burning. Is it... Is it something from one of the Alien
1: games? No. Oh. Okay. No. Do you want the last last words? This character oh I mean, yeah, these yeah. are all the last words but this is the last yeah yeah go for it go for it the Last words. get that scum make <laughs> <pay>. <laughs> so it is
0: uh the first cop that you meet in oh no it's not no no it's Ben it's Ben it is Ben I ben. guess Ben for another episode whether or not that happens tangentially <laughs> in the correct order in time. <laughs> but you already heard it, reader. maybe <laughs> it's to come. Oh, wow. Okay. Reader, I love it. It's just one person. So the, uh... <laughs> yeah.
1: so the first one, come on, come on, don't be an asshole. Okay, you need this. Just get me the fucking out of here. Is from Remake. Oh. Which I had to look it up because I had no idea what he said. Do you know
0: what? I've there. never done the the Leon scenario What? <laughs> I know it's a really good game I know it's a fantastic game I I, in fact I launched it the other day there Ooh, because yeah. it was like yeah like I, I got a new TV it's got mm-hmm. HDR it's really mm-hmm. really pretty and I was like yeah Resident Evil 2 looks amazing on it's my yeah. new television yeah. ok cool I'll, I'll go back to playing my
1: remake <laughs> of a game from 2007 <laughs> Listen. After you finish Final Twenty Seven Remake, maybe do the second half of Resident Evil Two. Yeah, second half. I mean, there's so much. Sorry, right. I'm
0: the worst tangent man ever. You were so, saying yeah, so things. That's, yeah. So
1: that's the that's uh, from Leon scenario in Resident Evil Two Remake. Okay. Then, ah, uh, oh, my chest is burning is from Leon A, and then get that scum and pay is Leon B. Cool. Very very cool. So there we go. And, do we know, or we don't have time, which one's canon?
0: Oh, well, uh, I think uh, the canon is Leon A and Claire
1: B. Okay, so he doesn't say get that scum making paint, which isn't sad because that's by far the best one.
0: But we don't know that he doesn't say it.
1: Well, he doesn't. He says, ah, oh, my chest is burning. Oh, yeah, true. Those are his last words. He yeah. Words because
0: yeah. he half. I, I wouldn't... I, don't don't fuss it. There's allowed to be two multiverses. Two multiverses? Well... We live in a world of multiverses now.
1: As we've established. No, that's Resident Evil 1, isn't it? Yeah, as we've established. You can't get the canon ending of Resident Evil when you play Resident Evil. Yeah. Because they all survive. So... Well done, Richard, you got there, Uh, and it links nicely (laughs) to this week's podcast on the topic of death in video games. Yes,
0: we thought we would cheer everyone up with everyone's favourite topic,
1: death. Yes. (laughs) So death, like taxes, is one of the two uh, constant, two guaranteed things in this life, as the quote famously goes um I don't think it went that way (laughs) (laughs) but yeah sure go for it (laughs) um and when it comes to video games there's a wide there's there's just a huge scale of death right from I was trying to think what's the largest amount of death that I've dealt in a video game it's probably in um Star Wars Battlefront
0: Oh, okay. Have you been taking down full space stations and planets?
1: Well, some uh, uh, in, on the on the PlayStation Two, if you play as the Empire, at some point you unlock like the Death Star as a super weapon. <laughs> nice. You yeah. can just destroy whole planets in the, the, in the press of a button. Um, or you know, in other games, uh, you have the option to completely end existence, um, which has a high body count down to like your more quotidian you know shooting people in the face or does pac-man die
0: i don't think so i don't think pac-man pac-man is allowed to die i feel like his existence will continue on for another four billion years and he'll still be going waka waka (laughs) waka kill me kill me kill me but when he so, when but when he gets hit
1: by ghost and he shrinks into oblivion oh yeah because his mouth opens fully <laughs> that is absolutely disgusting.
0: It's like you remember Beetlejuice, where Gina Davis like lifts up her whole mouth. Yes, kind of like that.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: I'd love to see. I mean, I'm sure there's some some imagined artwork out there. Anyway, so so there's a, a wide scale of death, um, and death plays uh, a huge part in video games because it is this kind of challenge that we all face as mortal beings. Many games have at the heart of them, death. Either as a mechanic, or transcending death, or avoiding death. Um, We've also got, uh, you know, the idea of lives, right? One of the staples of video games. Yeah. yeah. Opposite of death. The whole idea of saves, and save states, uh, uh, kind of allowing us to kind of rewind death. So yeah, it's a big part of video games. Not all video games are... Directly about death, or they have deaths that you can't avoid, or they're not necessarily about transcending death. But the vast majority of them are, um, oh, I think, yeah, in one way or another.
0: So I'm going to pause you very, very quickly um, mm-hmm. because, um, like, what we should mention is our approach. Uh, this is not a debate. We're not like, talking about like these <laughs> things. But I challenge Farley. For us to talk about this um this podcast and talk about death, but Farley to talk more about the sort of philosophical impact of death in video games and I would sort of angle on the sort of mechanics and of what things are. I do have one big question actually in my notes yeah. uh, for you, Farley.
1: What are lives? <laughs> Well, it depends. It, it depends, doesn't it? And how do, how do lives factor into um, the kind of meta-narrative of a game, right? So yeah. very, uh, in the early days of uh, uh, various kind of wonderful artistic creations on the internet, you, I don't know if you remember this, there was, a, there was a kind of a picture of uh, you know, Super Mario Bros. But it was from behind the scenes. So you saw, you know, Mario running along on some bricks with some Goombas, um, but because it was flips, so it's the bit that you don't normally see that's behind all the blocks. Um, there were just piles and piles and piles of Mario bodies, right? yeah. <laughs> implying that, uh, you know, every time you kill a kill a Mario, uh, it's a new Mario that's created, and that you know, your success is built built on the on the bodies. Of
0: yeah, it's like that Doctor Who episode, the uh, the little bird one, where it's like. Four point five billion skulls. Cause mm. beat, yeah, that, that was cool.
1: Yeah, and it's it's there are some games which play with that idea, right? Um, so uh, I don't. I think I mentioned it before. Did you play? Was it Soma? Tell me about
0: Soma. Oh, is
1: it Soma. I want to say Soma. Um, which is that idea? You know, the the kind of. um meme joke discussion from star wars about every time every time you use a transporter it's a new you star trek yes <laughs> star wars. you did i know I, s- I swear i did that last time triggered um and so spoilers for soma if that's even the name of the fucking game
0: borderlands does exactly the same thing so when you die your save state is basically at a clone point mm-hmm. so you you've walked up to this thing that does a retinal scan makes a clone of you when you die yep. your clone comes back alive and you lose money and they have little quips every time you die you yeah know? i
1: think um eve i think eve has is, is a similar system yeah okay you, but in but in so many your you work out as you go through that because you're teleporting around this underwater base the old versions of you are kind of stuck on the other you know, stuck where you were. Yeah. Um, And so it really plays on that idea of, uh, um, what means with that, but very, anyway, so going back to your question of lives, very rarely with these exceptions, is it addressed in the game, right? No. So the Mushroom Kingdom, we all know and, and love it.
0: Yeah, if we um, take it back to, like, the NES games and stuff like that, your lives are just literally a number in the top corner of a screen. Yeah. You
1: know, yeah. But you can earn them, right? I mean, mechanically, it was it was because arcade machines were brutally hard in order to get your cash off you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: lives are... a a saint or, or a dollar or whatever <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, yeah
1: yeah i mean there are you know it was it was insert credit to continue right to revive yourself so. yeah um and then obviously lives became a way to make it a little bit less brutal and a little bit easier um but yeah and it, it varies from from you know game to game i think but it's uh, but it's just something that we take for granted you know as a gonna be a score there's gonna be lives there's gonna be saves um we don't really stop to think about it it's you know, just the lingua franca of most kind video games
0: and do you ever headcanon like any of those old games what the lives actually are
1: no no i don't think no no i don't no so it's not like there's a there's a you know, mothership hovering off the screen with infinite clones or, you know, when you when you get a one-up, right, or a life, what does that mean? What's happening there? Yeah,
0: I know. Like, why does when Mario gets a green mushroom rather than the red one, does he get another go at something?
1: Yeah. Or if you collect a hundred coins or rings.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But the other thing is, like, it also means different things as well. Like, so if we take Mario, if we take Super Mario World as an example, Mm -hmm. in every level, if you die, like, by falling into a hole, again, let's not think about that too much, you are then sent sent out of the level, and then you can go back to the map, okay? Mm -hmm. When you go back into the map, you will start at the start, or... If you manage to hit a, a high jump post, you will start at that middle point in mm-hmm. the um, in the in the level. Yeah, I guess so, the checkpoint. Exactly. So, and that sort of leads onto one of the points that I wanted to make. And you know, what is death like? What are lives? What is death in games? And death in games. Is ultimately a failure. A mm-hmm. fail state. Now there are lots of ways it can be sort of addressed and things like that, but my my approach to this discussion is just death is failure. And it can reward or indeed um you'll usually take something away from you, depending on what the game is and stuff like that. But it's just weird how like, yeah, again, there's no way I can head cannon. Alright, I got a green mushroom. Oh no, I died. <laughs> now I'm a wee Mario and I'm out on the map. <laughs> I've got to start this again, but I've got one less of a number in the top corner.
1: You know. So do you think it's the same Mario? Hmm. Yes, yes I do. Because and what's the difference between an individual death, and when you run out of lives, right? To get game over. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, that's the other thing. It's like... A game over. That's a brutal... Hmm. It's a very, very, very good, thought-provoking question there, Farley. So, like, I guess a life is an attempt. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, yeah, you have to learn from it. And, and quite often, especially in those Mario games, and I'm only using Mario as an example because it's a standard platformer where yeah. death exists, uh, but you could game it as well so you would know where the life mushroom was so you could continue to explore and find out how to complete this level. and then you could come back and know that you're like, oh, shit, I've died, but it's okay, I know exactly where the one-up mushroom is.
1: Yeah. But yeah. On particularly tricky levels, they kind of almost gift you on, right?
0: Yeah. Or indeed, like, there will be a level beforehand where you can get 40 lives mm, so yeah. that you can just machine gun attempts at some levels.
1: Now... I think at this juncture, I'm going to introduce my nine aspects of death in video games. Okay. And the first one, actually, the first one contradicts what you just said about death as a fail state. Yeah. But it's a particular kind of death. So, um, and it's fitting that it's a beginning. So my first aspect of death in video games is death as a beginning. Um, So this is very much about, uh, I guess, a narrative death, although in one of the examples I've given you, you do play and you do die. And so it says when the death of a character kickstarts the events of a game. So my two examples, and I don't know if you've got any others that you can uh, grab off the top of your head uh, is a ghost trick. One of the greatest game
0: (laughs) yes of course because you you have to die in order to become yes at
1: the beginning of the game you die yeah um, but then you're you become a ghost and your abilities as a ghost to affect the world around you is is essentially how the whole game plays out yeah and my other example is the legacy of kane blood omen um, yeah a much loved series you start the game as a, a normal guy um, so it's in the game engine um, uh, you know, the controls are all the same, you don't have any of your abilities or, or whatever and, uh, yeah, you die uh, and then you, you get made a vampire, but you have to play through that sequence, which yeah. you, can, you can
0: never um, to talk about a game that we mentioned recently, or in the future um, <laughs> Vampire the Masquerade yeah, uh, similar thing where you start off as this crusader In the um, like 14th century.
1: Don't don't quote me on that. 12th Um, 12th century. Yeah, yeah, sure. Let's go for it. Yeah, Um, preteen centuries, I'm sure. Yeah, Um,
0: and um, yeah, you you play as a crusader, and you then get bitten by a vampire, and then your skills and your skill tree starts to exist. Which is quite cool.
1: Yeah. So, my first aspect to death is death as a beginning, either in terms of, yeah, in terms of narrative or you know, the event of your death.
0: I would say that death as a beginning is a solely nat- narrative point. Um, another example I can think of is um, Eternal uh, Sonata, which is mm-hmm. the dying dream of elgar and you play as a, a japanese rpg version of his his consciousness slipping away
1: oh yeah that's good cool. there's been quite a few things recently with actually or this entire thing was the last eight seconds of somebody's brain activity
0: yeah like that that sounds like the basis of a bunch of indie games yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah uh, they're also. Uh, I, it's such a hard example to reference because nobody outside of Japan, I think, did this. But do you remember the Resident Evil Outbreak games? Nope. Um, <laughs> so they came out here, but uh, the online infrastructure just wasn't there. But in those, when you died, you would then turn into to a, a zombie. zombie. yeah, get yeah. To play as a zombie.
0: They, they do that in a few of the asymmetricals as well. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so that's nice because that's uh, different. Two different play styles. It switches your, switches your goals. It switches your abilities, um, and it gives you like a life, a life beyond death. Yeah. There we go.
0: But yeah, like I would say, almost always a narrative point or an excuse to chew in some death mechanics or or set up your character yeah no i get it death is the beginning but Mm -hmm. legacy yeah yeah i try to think of any other ones but i don't think i have any (laughs) let's move on to your your next second aspect
1: of death second Um,
0: aspect of death
1: you've already mentioned it uh uh, which was interesting is death as teacher yes Um, so my the example that I had written down was um, the, uh, the example part excellence for this season of the dizzy games um, yeah right you you move on to one screen instantly fall into a pit of spikes and die um, <laughs> I know exactly what pet spikes you're talking about <laughs> as well <laughs> and then that teaches you that okay that's not the way to go um, yeah. So it relies on you dying. you know there's no there's no way, or there's very slim chance. My other example is Shadow of the Beast, of course. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. There's no way, even with the best reactions in the world, that, that, that you can um, possibly avoid that, other than by luck. Um, and so, death is a key part of
0: learning. Yeah, yeah.
1: Experiencing the game and and uh, learning in order to do it, and in order to complete those games. You know, unless you are. Perfectionist or a speedrunner coming back to them is to necessarily die, however many hundred times, yeah, um, to work out what the 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 true path or the paths um, through to the credits.
0: So, yeah, this probably leads on to one of my other points: is what does death death cost? So, games will treat death in so many different ways like yes it can be a teaching aid but usually it will cost you something now the examples that you gave um, as a learning aid um, it's also it's probably just time death costs you time
1: I mean you know dizzy kicks you back to the beginning of the game
0: right yeah exactly so you have to do everything again so it is time investment And a restart. Yeah, or a restart, exactly. Um, So, time... Restart is probably the most extreme way of um, representing time. Mm -hmm. um, And and your investment in this game. I mean, time, of course, grants you more skills, more things that you can find and explore, etc, etc. But, yeah, more often than not, the cost of a death in a game is... To it is time, but it also costs you other things in game. So, if there is some kind of a currency, like I sort of briefly talked about this with um Borderlands, it'll cost you gold if you die. Mm-hmm. And there's many many games which just take that from you, uh, or take something from you. Uh, I remember, um, or indeed, gear is a, another good point as well. So, Diablo when you went into uh, another player's game and you died, your corpse was left in the floor and you had to go and get that corpse. Otherwise, you just had zero gear. Mm-hmm. He would have to go in there again.
1: Um, so again, in the in the universe of Diablo, it's, it's just, the more you think about it, the more, you know, there's, cause there's lots of discussion, discussion about immersion and mise-en-scene and all these things. But that as a as a fairly common um, mechanic in game. Like, what is what is happening to your guy in Diablo Three? In that his loot drops, and you have to go back and collect. It. Well, that that was what, Diablo One. I was using as a, as a reference there. Well, uh, what's the yeah. discussion in the tavern? You know, amongst adventurers. Like, so... Oh man, I just died. I hate like, it oh, hey, when that happens. Yes, my loot's in the middle of this. I can headcanon that one a little (laughs) bit easier because
0: every character looks the same. So every warrior looks the same. Every rogue looks the same. Every wizard looks the same. Like, there is no character customization. So let's just say they are looking different, but there's a limitation on the game's display. And you know what? Because it is a corpse... Your corpse lying in the ground, you can headcanon that as to, hey, I just started as a new wizard, and I found this corpse and got all of this great gear.
1: I mean that would work, but what about your levels and abilities? Uh, just
0: so happens that this wizard is already level 52. You know, <laughs> just doesn't just have any chosen, gear. Yeah, yeah.
1: Just chosen the exact same uh, skill tree options. As <laughs> yeah, exactly. As your recently deceased character. Okay. Sorry, carry on. I think I interrupted
0: a, a point there. Uh, yeah, no, the other thing uh, like uh, when I was talking about currencies, it's not necessarily gold, but XP is another thing that games love to take from you whenever you die. It's like, oh, no, no, no. All of that effort that you spent getting to that point is gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're now going to have to do well and get past that point until you can get to Level seventy three, and then you can start losing XP a bit better. You know that sort of thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but yeah, there's other things that death can cost
1: as well. So well, death that, that brings me on to the third aspect of death. Oh right, okay, 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 cool. What's the We're third t- aspect of death? Third aspect of death in video games is death as a money maker. So oh. Going back to the idea of the arcades, right? That was what you were—that's what you were <clears throat> trying to do in a fail state, which in many arcade machines was was implied death, or sometimes you know, very obviously death, because your character's head falls off or whatever. <clears throat> and the goal there, you know, was to get—if you get good—you uh, you make the most efficient use of your credit, right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of the the skill challenge with arcade machines, and the success of the arcades was, uh, you know, famously, uh, you know, Japan ran out of what was it like yen coins when some of the early arcades came out because yeah. they were so ridiculously popular, um, and that's that's the the challenge between video game player and video game maker. They want to make all their money off of you, and you can beat them. Albeit temporarily, I mean, I guess there are some arcade games which have a, a canon you know, ending or in the early arcade machines, you know, when they start to freak out at a certain level. Um, but that's the that's the challenge, is to avoid death as long as possible to make the most of your money and to deny the makers of the game any, any more money. <laughs> um, so, yeah, death is a moneymaker.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, that, that really impacts... More on the real world as a whole. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and... Yeah, I mean, like... These games, like an arcade game versus a cartridge. You know, 60 quid versus... Oh, I'll just go and spend a quid on this. You know, that... Yeah, I can see that. And I can see why it's understandable. And I mean, it's probably been adopted, bastardized... Turned inside out and re thrown back in your face a million times on free to play video games. Yeah, I, was I gonna le- say, Actually, let's not talk about free to play <laughs> because the concept of death in those games is basically, oh, I've died, now I have
1: to watch an advert. You know? <laughs> that is, yeah. Death is, is we're going to waste the most precious asset you have in your life, which is your time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah. It, it, it's true of the arcades and it's obviously true of many modern free-to-play, free to play three currency games where yeah. you die and you're punished or you have to wait or you spend some money so you can have another go. Yeah. Um and yeah, sorry, I
0: still hadn't gone through my list of co- uh, mm-hmm. cost of death. Yeah. Um so obviously from a narrative point of view, uh, if you die there might be an impact on the plot, or if you let your other characters die, there will be an impact on the plot in some fashion. So I think we've seen it. Um, I can't think of a straight-up example right now, but um, there's, you've seen plenty of games where, like, you need to have everybody alive in the party in order to get the best ending or mm-hmm. an achievement related or something like that. So there, there's a cost... ...in that fashion as to what your ...how you value the ending of your game. And of course, if you die X amount of times... ...or have to use uh, some kind of resurrection item... ...which I'm sure you've mentioned later as well... Uh, ...you lose a ranking or a rating... ...or some kind of uh, way of gauging how good or bad you are at the game. You know, like um you know how you get your like s and a rankings depending Mm -hmm. on uh, like how well you've done and if you die sometimes you don't die die but you just lose ranking instead of dying do you know yeah 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 So i mean those are some of the costs of
1: death in a game yeah 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 Um... right number four Number four well i think this follows a nicely what you said uh is death as um i've put it as inconvenience right yeah um, so following on what you were saying um many ways of being punished for death uh in modern online games it's respawning right yeah um and then many modern games kind of torture you so you can you not only see who kill you who killed you but you couldn't you know to your last, you seconds. Yeah, follow yeah. what your teammates are up to whilst you are uh, watching some timer go down, uh, and then there are games where uh, the more times you die, the higher that timer goes. Um, sadly, there are games where you can pay to make that timer go quicker. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, those, and those are the kinds of inconveniences um, that you see in shooters, but also movers, right? Yeah. You're not on the field. Your team's at a disadvantage, and, and that's what that's what creates these uh, like swings, you know, swings between factions. Um, and so so yeah, death as a uh, beyond the game, as a kind of a real life um, inconvenience. In yeah. For.
0: I feel like death in a sort of PVP scenario. It's very very different from a PVE scenario. What, what what I mean is like when you're playing a single player and running through, your death is attributed to you. Well, I suppose you yeah I suppose you could argue that in PVP, but in PVP there's usually more likelihood of your dying and it's usually less punishing because you want to keep on going in and pop pop pop. You know? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And Dark Souls is an Ugh. example in yeah. PvE where, you know, your life bar gets shorter. Um, so, yeah, it has, a, has like a permanent effect, permanent inconvenience on your character, making the entire game significantly harder because you have less of your health bar to uh, yeah, to yeah. With
0: but like death also like i mean if we're going to talk about death and we're going to talk about dark souls the way it handles death is amazing you know like like you get to see other people's deaths around you and how they've managed to um get past this it's mm-hmm. like i suppose we have to use the word roguelike at some point uh, <laughs> in this podcast yeah but it is, it is it's got that roguelike element in that like this is a hard thing, you need to learn how to do it because we've made this game so ridiculously hard. And yeah, here's a hint here's how you do it, or die to find out exactly how to do that, you know?
1: Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, it, I guess it is a form of teaching, yeah. A lot, a lot of like the procedural roguelikes, um, I guess, yeah, you pick up the skills, and then you know, it's often. Uh, I mean, there's a million different variants but often it's you do keep something right so you're you are earning stuff towards something be it a skill tree or your starting ship or your something that carries over from game to yeah. game but essentially yeah you're back at the beginning um so yeah it's a very kind of thing. another thing that i've been thinking about as we've been talking is um and you you know you were saying about head canoning away death in, in a, a, a game or not is for games that have save states there's something really interesting to me games that have save states um is between your saves you know because you die you get back to your save if you die you go back to save until you get to your next save point which you yeah save. and so by the time you complete the game you have done a, a perfect run right in the if you like in the canon between your save yeah states. But you may have failed a hundred thousand times you know, in between. Yeah. Um, and to me, yeah, there's there's something really like philosophically interesting around. I guess this this is the idea of saving, right? What, what saving's doing, um, and why we find uh, speed runs and perfect runs so compelling, right? because,
0: because. Or. Another kind of example of it would be, like all of the the emulated Switch games, you've got the ability to just rewind. Yeah. 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 A very very quick save point almost. Yeah.
1: Yes, the Fire Emblem games have also have also introduced that. So I think a couple of times per map, you can just, you can just rewind, uh, rewind time. But it's it's what makes those perfect runs so special, because it is you know you have to string together. Uh, depending on the game, but mechanically you have to string together, you know, a, a perfect sequence in order to completely avoid death. Yeah, and, and, if, and you know, it's a form of mastery. So I think if back in the day, you and I could whiz through the entirety of Resident Evil Two without dying or saving. You know, so playing games without yeah, exactly saving is a challenge.
0: So having that on your your game over screen or the ending screen, you see how many saves. You you used and that, that's the moment of pride, you know, it's like I didn't need to save once.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the and the risk reward is if you do die and you don't save then, then that's it. This entire Yeah, it's Treasure and Dizzy all over again. This entire run never happened. <laughs> yeah. Um but I like I, yeah, there's something really compelling about that idea of of what you're aiming for in some kinds of games is a perfect run without death. Yeah. And you can only get there um, with these checkpoints or these save states. But in when you do hit the credits, you have done at least one run, which is perfect when you string all your bits together. Mm. And it's kind of like, you know, all of that's going on and we don't really think about it. Very, <laughs> we don't often think about it very often. Well, um, I've from the got pers- yeah, from sorry, the perspective well. of that character. Again, depending on how you headcanon what happens when they die and you get back to a save, you know, is it the same is it the same character, is it a clone, is it a do you just flip to another um multiverse. Yeah, another <laughs> multiverse where they yeah. made exactly the same decisions to get that, that far and, yeah. and I hope that you make the right decision. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, so I mean there's kinda a similar thing, like getting that perfect run it's probably similar to games where you don't die. So, like getting a Resident Evil 2 from start to finish can differ, or is similarly canonically storytelling as, say, one of these walking simulators. Mm-hmm. You know, where there's a threat of menace, but you can't die. I suppose the other difference is, yeah, yeah, of course. But your perfect run, in theory, is the same as a walking simulator. <laughs> yeah,
1: it is, yeah. <laughs> you, just, you just have to get... You have to, you have to know the game or, or you know, overcome uh, the, the mechanical controller challenges in order to, to turn it into that walking simulator.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, that's ultimately what you're aiming for in every game to turn it into a walking simulator
1: (laughs) brilliant Uh, what a thought um are we ready for uh, another aspect of death yes go for it um so i have death as um the economy um so not the same as money maker or currency but the economy of the game or the state of the game to, like, my,
0: getting souls from things or something No, like.
1: so my example is, um, uh, my example is with Monster Hunter, mm. um, mm-hmm. is, you know, you head out on a mission with four people, and, uh, between you, you're only allowed to have three deaths, right, and if you have three deaths, that's it. Um, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet raids, although you don't die in Red <laughs> Have a similar thing where that's that's um, your communal pot. Yeah, it's like a communal pot of lives. Yeah. Um, but it's something that's slightly different, I guess. It's just the aspect of it being communal. Does that make it different?
0: Well, I actually... You're, you're about to trip on one of my other mm-hmm. very, very big points, which is death in a party. Mm-hmm. So death in a party becomes a very, very massively different thing. So if you're playing a game where you are part of a party or even just a single player game is part of a party, there's always or there will likely be points where a party member will die and you will bring them back to life with a phoenix down (laughs) or a life spell or, you know, these kind of things where... it's weird how when you're playing a game which has, I don't know, four characters, turn-based, again, Final Fantasy is a very, very good example of this, but there's a million RPGs out there which have a party. Everyone will get a fucking life spell. Or everyone will get a an item that brings you back to life. And I mean, it's literally called a phoenix down. Mm. You know, like, this is a feather from a phoenix that brings you back to life. And so in party games death like as much as a communal pot you could probably uh sort of whittle that down when you talk about your Monster Hunter or, or Pokemon whittle that down to okay you, you get three Phoenix Downs for your party mm-hmm. and that's it or, or or you get three Phoenix Downs for, for Monster Hunter that's it you can't have any more That that's you done whereas with Japanese RPGs where you grind the hell out of them, you've got 999 Phoenix Downs <laughs> and 999 Mega Phoenix Downs and all that sort of thing, you know? Um, but yeah, like, when you approach death in a game as opposed to a single player element when you're in a party or controlling a party, death is just so much more prevalent. Like, and it's very rare that, um, uh, like an NPC or a mob will do the same thing. Like very, very rare that you have. All right, okay. My party members died. He turned red and disappeared into nothing. I'm going to cast life and bring him back to life. I, you know, so it, it's an unfair sort of system there. And mechanically, um, of course, there, there, it is very, very much gaming the system. Um by just sort of running through that i i don't know like just when you were talking about parties there that it changes everything when you do that do you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah i i guess i was thinking about it from the the aspect of uh the a a player character's death is like a hard strike right and you've only got three of those yeah so if you think of HP points as being you know lives? Well, <laughs> no, you know, like H- HP points as being the, the thing which gives you some robustness in, in an encounter right? The baddie is trying to reduce your HP points to zero so when there's three or four of you you know you add up all those points and that's a huge number but it's not you know it's not necessarily that uh, once all of that communal HP is gone you fail it's um if we have a weak link um you know cause it could be with the monster Hunter example and i'm sure you've got examples of this it could be that the guy who doesn't seem to know what he's doing and runs in all the time <laughs> is all three of your deaths right yeah um and you know, bringing back some of the, the aspects of death we talked about before that's not only an inconvenience because you've wasted four people's time uh you don't gain the xp that you would have gained by beating the boss or you don't get the loot at the end of it um but just that slight reframing in okay it doesn't matter if you you know if you die in in a single player game that would be it um it's it's you've got this these number of strikes and so if you're really good or particularly skillful you know your game is to is to make sure that those the health points you lose is kind of evenly split across the characters so you could take huge amounts of collective damage but but not hitting that key threshold of, of knocking someone else and then you know like you were saying with final fantasy uh it changes what's happening in those rpgs it changes what's happening there's that there's that like slight panic that sets in when one of your characters dies um so like, okay, then that means my other character has to bring it back to life, which means they're not doing damage, but then also that person died. you know, and then when you're in that horrible situation where you've got <laughs> one you know one character who's poisoned and confused, they're spinning around and you're relying on them, you know, they desperately need to pull off a life from Yeah. down. <laughs> and then that Phoenix down person pops up and they die and then they've got the yeah, this panic state because uh, ideally, the encounter is done with, with you know. Yeah,
0: three. you're extending your H HP points, like your hit points, way, way beyond, just because you have this life ability um, to heal you to you know whatever amount to try and get enough you know turns to kill something and hope for a miss or yeah yeah like just so yeah those are good times.
1: Yeah, you know that's that's. <laughs> Where uh all those key elements of those games that's where critical hits, you know, that's why they critical yeah. hits it completely disrupts the flow and, and you know um uh what you might expect happening and can completely change the way that a battle or an encounter or a high level tournament plays out. Um and uh I'm sure we I'm sure we talked about this before, maybe we didn't. Uh but that informs some of decision making around um you know moves which have a percentage hit rate so do you go for lower damage guarantee hit or uh, the risky one that you might (laughs) not hit with yeah 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 exactly
0: that that kind of split in there you know he actually made me think of another sort of um, uh, use of death as well Mm so rather famously um, emerald weapon
1: like, oh, yeah. do you remember how you have to beat that? Well, I remember... You... <laughs> yeah, you, you have to make sure at some points that, that half your party's dead, right? Well, no, 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 you you will die.
0: Like, yeah. he does a hit that does 99999 to your whole party. The only way to counter that is to have two materia, to have the uh, phoenix at full, yeah. So it's a guaranteed it will happen. And last uh, last attack. Yeah. So also, everybody's... Or... Uh, yeah, so they're both linked together, so basically you will bring everyone back to life, and you'll do damage at the same time because you've been killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? so... Yeah, like, it's so cool when games get to those cheesy mechanics of right, okay... <laughs> I have this cool thing which allows me to do an attack when I die. I'm going to add an attack which brings everyone back to life when I die. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's cool. I think even at full it was an 80% thing as well. So there was a chance you would just die.
1: Yeah, I, I never did those. brutal. I mean, In- Ru-
0: Ruby was fine, it was just horrible to watch nights of their own play out for two minutes <laughs> 19 times yeah yeah, yeah.
1: It, um, for some reason that's sort of reminded me of uh, a mechanic in Valkyria Chronicles where uh, so your character can kind of die on the battlefield and then you have three turns to reach their body to summon a medic or if when they're dead an enemy touches them they permanently die Oh, okay. um, but when that character initially dies you i think you have an option um to either take one last shot or uh kind of give like a morale buff to the or to the rest of the the team oh okay so you know you could yeah and that, was, that was really fun because it was like uh, do i do i do, do I, I care
0: I... enough for this character or am i just gonna
1: <laughs> sack him and turn him into a happiness buff yeah or do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I, let's <laughs> seek revenge on that guy who's taken us down you know hopefully get the killing shot or or do i try and pull off something something uh something beneficial so you know death actually triggering a uh uh last chance mechanic um
0: so, yeah, I've actually gone back to. Uh, it's getting a bit random now because these thoughts just flowed into my head. Was, <laughs> I was thinking about um, Super Mario World as well, where in order to make certain jumps, you deliberately have to jump off Yoshi mm-hmm. and send oh, yeah. him to his death. Yeah. Yeah. So you choose to kill someone for that buff, exactly in the same way. um what a weird moral choice. I mean, like, Yoshi does nothing but good things for you. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, yeah. it's, you know, it's can- canonical, canonical death.
0: Yeah, you know, like, there's loads of memes of it. It's like Yoshi with his big puppy dog eyes falling into a hole as Mario gets 37 stars on the high <laughs> jump post, you know. <laughs> um,
1: My next element of death, aspect of death, sorry, is... Uh, death is permanent so this is um, games not what number are we on we're on six six okay yeah six and nine Um, these are the games where in game not narrative um, death is permanent so the Fire Emblem games is a good example if you lose a party member um, and you've not got it on casual mode and you resist the opportunity to rewind that character is gone Weapon. Yeah. Um,
0: so so yeah. it's similar to like uh, Nuzlocke challenges or hardcore modes yes. or Iron Man challenges, things yeah. like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Where yeah, you you have to make that decision between uh, restarting or do you, know, you go with you go with what happened and you miss out on that character's development, conversation trees and yeah things. yeah. It's,
0: Impact on plot, this is one like, this is the cost of a death in game, yeah, they, what what does it do? Um, and yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it, it would be gutting and things like, I'm sure you can do it in Dragon Age, where you can choose to lose a character and you just won't have them in your party.
1: Yeah, Oh it, man. in Fire Emblem famously, uh, in a couple of them anyway, the most recent ones, there you, very early on you get the opportunity to recruit... Like a a weakling character, right? Really bad stats. Normally they're like something like a farmhand, um, but if you can keep them alive and get them to a certain point, they then turn into you know one of the crazy strongest units that you that you could possibly have. Um, I think some of the early Final Fantasies had those stupid classes, right? Yeah, just onion, yeah, yeah onion Yeah, knife. yeah, yeah. Um, and so you have to you have to toe that line of you know. <laughs> give you m- almost mortally wounding an enemy unit but leaving with two HP and then bringing in Farm Boy with a pitchfork to finish it off in order to try and try and desperately. Oh some, god, some, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's always the chance that they miss and then the next turn they're fucked and then you know, they're dead and then that character's gone. Um yeah, I think a couple of playthroughs of uh one of the DS ones I just gave up. He died. I was like, I can't. You can't. can't. Yeah. I sick, I sick of carrying you. You're dead. You're canonically dead. <laughs> um, and then kind of linked to that, uh, i put it as death as story. A lot of these are sounding a lot like each other as my aspects of death. Yeah. But this
0: is when the... It's a it's, seven. Seven death as a story. Seventh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, this is... Uh, quite a cheap thing in other media um but it's uh when the death of a character you know either rallies your comrades or personally rallies you so the death of Ares is a good one yeah
0: we have to mention that yeah (laughs)
1: um you know or the death of a child often is a motivating factor yeah um and then that's that's yeah the story or the motivation Um, yeah
0: and like uh, so you'll see uh, mechanically in some games when like a comrade dies you have like the avenger buff or the avenger debuff where you 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 are now more powerful bigger, redder (laughs) and able to uh, do things because you're you know, one of your party members has died or a yeah. local ally has died or something like that.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. 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 So, I just I don't have much more on, on that as a narrative thing, but <laughs> what's, what's your
1: number eight? Number eight is, um, I called it death as narrative. <laughs> <Not> really? Okay! <laughs> Which is different different to Death's story, but it's where, it's where um, I guess it's where roguelikes go in. It's where uh, you, a Death, Mm-mm, obviously not your own in these cases, so like Shadow of the Colossus, um, also Little King's story, is uh, what drives the plot. And with both of those examples, Shadow of the Colossus and Little King's story, you, they produce this feeling of, like, oh, you know, as you're slaughtering the colossi, you know, these giant, yes. useful creatures, you know, like, oh, this is really, uh, you know, the first one, you're kind of like, yeah, 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 I'm playing a video game and I overcame a challenge. But by the last one, your heart's just breaking. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're destroying them. And in Little Kings stories, this amazing, I mean, for the time, this amazing Subvert, so, you know, it plays like um, uh, nursery rhyme tunes, and it's all very colourful and bright. But essentially, you are uh, committing genocide to expand your kingdom, even though you know you're this little cheery king. Um, and and as you play that game, similar to Shadow of the Colossus, you start with like, yay, I beat the. But over time, there's, there's this creeping. Uh, oh, I've, I'm just wiping out these people and taking over their land, um, and you know all the characters around you are kind of celebrating that and supporting that. Um, but as it goes on, you kind of get this, you know, this creeping sensation of like they're not really doing anything, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> an and I'm yeah. just, you know, marching in with with armies of guys and, and wiping everybody out. Uh, to the point of to the point of yeah, you know, committing a committing a genocide basically. Yeah. Um the other one I've got under here but maybe doesn't fit is uh games like Zombie U, uh, where your character dies. Oh, I guess it's just a roguelike. i just put that together as we as we're talking. Zombie yeah. U is a is a roguelike. Um yeah you die and then you start as another character who's who's found this secret base um, to pick up his mission. So the, the only continuity across the game is this guy called a prepper who has cameras everywhere and he's talking in your ear. Ah, okay, um, yeah. So, yeah, there's aspects of kind of death teacher. And then, uh, lastly, Eternal Darkness. Um, a great game on the GameCube where uh, you play members, I think the members of the same family, through different times. Through different times, yeah. And you go and their storyline ends when they die uh, in the prescribed way, not the unprescribed way of dying in many ways on the route. Uh, and that's what propels the story. It's yeah. Like the so, last yeah. story you play, uh, you've, you've managed to get there. or the events of the world have happened because you've played as five previous characters here.
0: But mates. you can't die until then, otherwise a game over
1: you have to get to the point where you die as <laughs> yeah, a plot light yeah, yeah, yeah. You, have to, you have to die in the right way not the many other ways of dying yeah um, <laughs> and then lastly uh to round off the podcast we've got death as a, a lie um so this is when we are led to believe that a character has died um or uh the marketing supposes that a character has died so the example (laughs) i've got i don't know if you've got any other ones is um at the end of one of the tomb raiders i forget which one she dies and the next game is everybody uh recounting stories about her so she's actually dead
0: oh yeah and you're just playing the memories that people are recounting yeah even though they're
1: not there in the memories if you know what i mean yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um there's the,
0: a... the camera floating back in the third person yeah yeah who... they're lucky too <laughs> who,
1: yeah who couldn't possibly have witnessed you know, 20 hours of her stumbling through the london sewers but yeah, somehow yeah.
0: doing handstands on a yeah. block
1: some cow can, can <laughs> story to uh to um gabard breathe funeral and, and then of course at the end of the game uh you see you know the rubble start to move and the pyramid that she was supposedly crushed in no oh, okay. at the end of it <clears throat> so yeah the the threat of death of a beloved character you know or the end of a series or that i would playing with the idea of no you wouldn't possibly kill that person oh my god what's gonna happen um and then they have 20 more games with the lead character happens.
0: yeah yeah um on on that note have you seen the film moon
1: Yes, yeah. Yeah.
0: Love I, I love that. Because yeah, that's a really good example of the whole cloning death thing. Um, I know you were saying that number nine. I, I actually can't think of any uh, death is a lie examples. Which is probably really annoying. Um, ah. But I do have a couple of other things. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: glorification of death in games. Yeah, I mean, that's a huge topic
0: yeah i mean also there is just a very very obvious one which we never touched upon Uh, fatalities yeah yeah so that is that that's a weird one because it takes you to a completely different point of right okay i can knock this person out in a one-on-one fight or i can rip out their spine (laughs) or i could drag them along the ground on a you know, bed of nails or uppercut their heads off. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, like, Mortal Kombat 11 and all of the fatalities and that are just like, oh my god, you guys need need some help. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Um, there's also one anomaly I'd like to bring up with all of our discussions of, um, Death and perhaps glorification of death. You know, in Resident Evil Four, yeah, when you walk up to the lake, and you can shoot the water, <laughs> yeah, and then a fish comes up and and eats Leon, yeah. and you get a game over. What is that? <laughs> what like it was that was before the time of like achievements. Yeah. It's just straight up. Hey, this is how you can kill Leon one way. <laughs> Completely voluntarily, as your character, you're you're quite <laughs> far into the game as well. You're probably about an hour in.
1: Yeah. You can well, just straight up shoot the water. How do you find that out? Well, I think, I think it's, uh, it's a really beautiful thing. Because (laughs) um, many games, if you think about um, particularly story-driven third-person action games, they they break when you think about the sequence of events. Because I know I walked through there and this didn't happen. And so this is a really nice example of because you you then go on a boat and you fight a big fish. Yeah. um, But obviously the first time you play that, you don't know that that's going to happen but by doing that it's like oh the fish is there you know um because uh, all those discussions oh how come you know if this happened how come this happened and that's the, i think that's just a really nice uh very nice nod to to uh, you know the, the continuity of the world yeah so it's not just that's a roller coaster good. that you're on or you know the, or the second time you play it uh you know oh, there's this big fish in here and, should, i mean there are also those little fish right tempting you if you get items from them oh
0: right yes so it could so be there is a reason that you yeah, could yeah, actually so you're
1: shooting yeah. them to try and get some whatever's inside them egg chicken eggs and, and whatnot, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah uh, <laughs> and, then that, and then that thing uh, that thing pops out yeah original is also good for the the glorification of death right? yeah the many, the many many ways in which uh leon can die in that well, game i mean famously the the, the chainsaw guy and he
0: puts his hands up to try and block the chainsaw as yeah. it's going for his neck and
1: ah yeah yeah that's there yeah. so many units you can get stomped by that giant thing the the burning guy who bursts up a cupboard can get you um
0: yeah there's so like if you don't get out of a uh uh oh yeah there's so many yeah. things like that that you can just trip you
1: up but you hopefully won't see any of them that's it, it, that's the you, weird thing if you turn it into a walking simulator by playing it almost perfect you know or not not playing it perfectly because there's many ways to play it, i guess but playing it without making a mistake yeah you'd never see any of them yeah a perfect run like in theory like
0: you would miss like a lot of content by not yeah. dying So, so death is a reward, and in its own little way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, little little extra bits of content. And there are also there, you know, the um, uh, a whole suite of games where uh, when you die, it can be an ending. Yes, exactly. So a legitimate and not a game over ending. Uh, Yeah, uh, yeah. Here's the credits now.
0: Okay, well, this is as far as you got. <laughs> I, and that, yeah. this, here's the credit roll yeah you know or yeah, yeah. um and of and course all happened. yeah and i think there i think there's even a chrono trigger ending where you actually have to fight Lavos and die and see him then you know destroy the whole of existence and history <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah talking about you know games which have uh Huge body count, huge uh, death count yeah. on, the, on the hands. Yeah. Um, uh, I had another one in mind. Then I think it's Legacy of Cain. Actually, yeah. If you get to the end of that, you can choose between uh, saving the world and eternal damnation.
0: <laughs> cool. Yeah. So canonically, what is Legacy of Cain two? Did he choose damnation or save the world? He chose damnation. Yeah, ruined everything. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah
1: sorry bro i missed that
0: series (laughs) well there's still hope for reboots, i'm sure Mm. Mm. Mm.
1: anything else to say about death or are we Uh, i think we're done oh like one more thing (laughs) the opposite of of life magic is is the idea of death magic right lots of jrpgs have this You've got either got death energy, or you just cast the spell death, just instant, no bullshit, just gone. List yeah. The boss. Um, Those always
0: Yeah. So you'll get like the the Grim Reaper animation, and it'll have like a thirty percent chance, yeah. like like guillotine or something like that.
1: <laughs> guillotine yeah. in Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you just yeah. got
0: this thirty percent chance of just straight up killing them. But mo- most bosses will have like the immune. Yeah, thing I know. text
1: float up i mean for obvious reasons it? because it's so broken to get well you unlock the death spell and then that's it this is the rest of the game you don't need to do anything else but death. is there not
0: something like stupidly famous in uh final fantasy 7 where you just throw a phoenix down
1: yeah there's uh, that big mummy head
0: yeah and you just went yeah. You just win by using a life spell. Yeah,
1: resurrection. Yeah, works the opposite way and just uh... yeah kills it one shot, which is
0: cool. really nice. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Right, right. let's let, let let's actually end it, shall we? No, yeah. not End. Oh, I mean, that sounds really fucking. It
1: does, yeah.
0: That's yeah. Let's just end it. Let's just end it all. Now, end it. <laughs> that guy's a maniac.
1: Why did he bite me?